0: 630 Ched and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down.
1: Yeah, Digitex does that.
0: D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. On Oilers Radio. 630 Chet. 106 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Oilers Now, Bob Stoffer with you. Coming up in this hour, which is brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. You can now buy your PCs from Digitex. Keep it all under one roof with one number to call and one simple invoice for all of your office technology needs. In this hour, in about uh, 47 seconds time, Brendan Escott will have... NHL today for elite promotional marketing, more than just sportswear. We'll hear from Darnell Nurse. We'll do a reset of what we envision the lines looking like tonight between Edmonton and St. Louis. And at one thirty-five today, Jay Woodcroft, the head coach of the Bakersfield Condors. You can reach us on a River Creek Resort Casino hotline, 780 496 You can text us at uh, 630-630 on our Heartland Ford text line. Not your small town dealership with a new Huge state-of-the-art facility. Experience the difference of Heartland Ford out in Fort Saskatchewan. It's 25 minutes out of town. Follow us on Twitter. at of winners now. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer and Brendan at Brendan Escott. A reminder: guests on the show receive gift cards to Japanese Village. Steak and seafood cooked right at your table. Japanese Village, Edmonton South, Downtown Northside, out in Sherwood Park. Brendan, you're up. Let's get to NHL today. Brought to you by Elite Promotional Marketing. Drew Shamahort. I I didn't know this, that uh, Drew's father worked for the LA Kings for a long, long
2: time back in the day. Uh, Anyhow, let's do it. All right, my friend, it's a busy night in the NHL tonight. Other Canadian action sees the flames down in Dallas. Winnipeg visiting Los Angeles. Vancouver hosting Tampa Bay and New Jersey entertaining Toronto. Taylor Hall did return to practice with the Devils this morning and could return from a two-game absence tonight against the Maple Leafs. He has been out for a couple games with a lower body injury. Blackhawks goaltender Corey Crawford ended up on the IR after yesterday's show. He suffered another concussion. It's Colin D'Elia up with the team in his place. The Habs have recalled D-man Victor Mete from Laval and reassigned Noah Juleson to the AHL. A report released this morning says... Despite plenty of rumors, the Capitals are not shopping Andre Burakovsky. The 23-year-old Austrian is expected to be a healthy scratch, however, for the fourth straight game tomorrow night. Bakersfield Condors have a rematch with the Stockton Heat tomorrow night and then a pair of road games against Colorado on the weekend. Edmonton Oil Kings are now off until December 28th. They are currently third in the Central Division in a playoff spot. And the U of A Golden Bears resume conference play in January, but as mentioned yesterday, they do have two exhibition games coming up, one against the Nate Ukes on the 28th, And then the Calgary Dinos on the 29th, both here in Edmonton, Bob.
0: All righty. Yes, indeed. Lots to get to. Uh, By the way, hey, Brendan, did you see that fight yesterday between Bobby Ryan and Kyle Turris? No,
2: I unfortunately did not. Oh, man, I'm telling you. Unusual suspects there, though. Well,
0: Bobby Ryan's uh, a thicker-built guy. Kyle Turris, it's not exactly his thing. But those two, and Bobby Ryan was the clear aggressor in the fight. But, I mean, those guys were teammates for at least three or four years together in Ottawa. You do not see that often, but uh, pretty interesting stuff. Here's what we're going to do right now at uh, 109 in Edmonton. Bob Stauffer with you in Orders now. A matchup tonight between the Edmonton Oilers and the St. Louis Blues. Ken Hitchcock uh, came aboard at Edmonton November 20th. The Oilers have played 14 games since then. Hitch has gone 9-3-2. and two. The day before, Mike Yo was fired in St. Louis, replaced by Craig Berube, who played for Ken Hitchcock with Rob Brown. In uh, the Kamloops Blazers back in the mid 1980s. And Berube has gone six, uh, 5 6 and 1 as head coach of St. Louis. Jake Allen will start for the Blues. Uh, his career numbers against Edmonton 4 5 and 1, a and 2.73 goals against average and an 8.92 save percentage. Cam Talbot for Edmonton, of course, he got the victory in the shootout the last time the two teams played. Talbot 6 3 and 1, a and 2.62 goals against average, 9.15 save percentage uh, against uh or uh, St. Louis in his career, but one guy who's stepped it up for the Oilers—he's played between twenty-seven fifty and thirty-one oh four over the course of the last four games—is Edmonton Oilers defenseman Darnell Nurse. Brendan, we got that interview ready to go. Yeah, bombs away. All right, it is Darnell Nurse here in Oilers. Darnell, got to be loving the minutes right now. I mean, you're you're playing extra time, obviously, because Oscar's out. But are you enjoying playing Because you will look more comfortable and. You know, obviously you're getting a little bit of offense production five-on-five five going as well.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, you know, a role that uh, I think any any guy would, would enjoy and any guy would... Uh have fun doing but uh, you know for me it's it's a, it's a great challenge to try to step up and um, it'll be a be a big part of uh, why we have success coming uh, coming here
0: forward how have you found when you just spent most of the five on five time with Adam Larson how has that been different uh, different experience for you
1: yeah, I don't think it's been very different we played together a lot last year um, so we're very familiar with each other and uh, you know it, it's like we came back to playing together, and we knew exactly where each other were going to be. It's uh, kind of a second nature for, for each other. So, um, yeah, it's been fun. Lars is a great partner. Obviously, we, we miss Clef, and uh, just try to make sure that, you know, as a team, we, we continue to, to play the right way and, and find ways to win games and, um, you know, just continue to grow. Uh, it's been, you
0: know, we've spoken about this before, your relationship with Connor and Leon, but to me, when I watch you offensively, when you activate on the cycle, the guys you're most comfortable in terms of that reading, and react game happen to be those two guys. Is this just a comfort level with those guys?
1: Yeah, obviously we've spent a lot of time together. Uh, that might play a little bit into it. Um, on top of that, I think, you know, you always trust those guys. If you find a, if you find an open lane, they're going to find you. Um, you just get the open ice, and uh, they're, you know, two guys that are, you know, very easy, easy to play with, especially offensively when uh, things get rolling around in the offensive zone um, to to be able to find each other. And you know, for me, on the on the back end, try to get them uh, get them the pocket areas that they want to the puck. So it's uh, try try a little give and take. Darnell, you've had about a month now with Ken
0: Hitchcock, and the team's had some success. There's a couple of reasons for that. From a, a player's perspective, how has Hitch been a, a different guy to deal with in terms of the messaging and that sort of thing?
1: Yeah, obviously, um, as a coach, he he expects a lot from us, and and uh, you know it's been great for us. I think you know, we're pushed each and every day to uh, we're each and every day to to kind of find the, the maximum potential of our game. I don't think we've we haven't found it yet, I mean, he continues to push us to find it and yeah it's been uh he's been great for us uh the system's been great for us we need to continue to to work on it and and get better i think uh you know the the early success is just uh a little piece of, of what we can be capable of, especially if we buy into continue to buy into what he's preaching.
0: Can you speak to the team's confidence level with both goaltenders?
1: Yeah, I think as uh, as a team, we have two great goalies, and we're very confident in each of them. Uh, whenever whenever they're in the pipes, and uh, we're very fortunate to have a situation that we have with uh, two guys that you know, each and every night you count on them. Weird game last time you played St. Louis. They kicked the snot
0: out of you in the first, and then you guys dominated the second and third territorially. Just a thought on facing them tonight they're coming off a a brutal loss where they got lit up
1: yeah we're gonna be hungry the last time uh, last time we played them uh, kind of a similar situation they came out very hungry and and, uh, we didn't have much of an answer for them off the bat it needs to be different tonight we gotta come out uh, on the attack and not so much on our heels and it's gonna be a hungry team we gotta be uh, just hungry
0: all right that is Darnell Nurse of the Edmonton Oilers he is logging some big minutes Interesting today in the building. Uh, the St. Louis Blues have got uh, quite the entourage with them. Uh, Al McInnes was here in the building. Uh, Doug Armstrong spotted with Peter Shirelli in a photo that Ryan Rashog from TSN had uh, tweeted out. That got a lot of people going, oh, what would they be talking about? Well, I mean, Peter Shirelli and Doug Armstrong worked on Team Canada in the 2014 Olympics. You would be naive to believe that those two don't have a pretty good relationship. I've mentioned before, I believe that Bob Murray is another guy that uh, Shirely, um would probably philosophically see eye to eye with on on some uh, central issues. I don't want to speak for him, but I just get that sense knowing the personalities. I mean, there are general managers that are politicians and then there's general managers that are not worried about being politicians. Uh, Anyhow, you can text us at 630-630. But uh, Bill Armstrong was here. He scored a huge game winner for Oshawa when Eric Lindros was with uh, the Generals and they won the Memorial Cup. Armstrong's the, ham- the head amateur scout. Uh, Bob Plager is here. Uh, is it Bob or Barkley Plager? I, I, I need to be careful, though. Let me just, uh, just one second. Uh, yeah, Bob Plager here. I don't think Barkley's al- uh, with us anymore. Uh, but just back to Al McInnes. And I'm going to throw this out there, and you can text us on our Heartland Ford text line. Which opponent's shot have you feared the most over the years? I mean, Battle of Alberta, Al McInnes, he shot it as hard as anybody. So as a guy who grew up in the 80s in Edmonton, Al McInnes was a guy that, I mean, when he got the puck back to the point, I was like, uh uh-oh. And I used to just shake my head when guys would go down and block shots, right, and sell out. And you know what? They didn't block as much as guys did back then. Not as many blocked back then as today. But is Al McInnes, uh, you know, and we're talking a Hall of Fame defenseman, great guy, by the way, really nice man. But give me your thoughts on which, uh, which, which shot's been the most intimidating in NHL history in terms of the ability to hurt you. I mean, look, Brett Hall played for the Blues, but he did it differently because he knew where to put it. But he didn't hammer it through you. Al McKenna shot right through you. So I'd like to know. Text us at 630, 630. Now we'll get to that and some other topics, including Connor McDavid. And uh, maybe what was Doug Armstrong and Peter Shirelli talking about? This is Oilers Now.
1: This is Cam Talbot from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chet.
0: Cam Talbot gets the start in between the pipes for the Edmonton Oilers against the St. Louis Blues. You can text us at 630-630 on our Heartland Ford text line. Heartland Ford out in Fort Saskatchewan. Here we go. I asked you a question before we went to break. Who's had the hardest shot in the league? Because Al McKinnis was in the building. Uh, an old friend, Eugene, texted me to say, Bob, I'm pretty sure McKinnis scored more points against the Oilers than any other player in NHL history. Uh, that might be true. He was pretty dominant for the Flames and Blues back in the day. Here we go. Out of Wainwright, Alberta, Shea Weber. He even hammers his own teammates. Yes, ask Brendan Gallagher, who uh, busted his hand twice. Actually, had a he has a metal plate in his hand. Uh, from uh, where Weber hit him the second time. Uh, J.R. out of Calgary says, Bob, Al Iafredi has to be there. Yep. He could absolutely bring it. Trekker Dave agrees. I remember Al Iafredi could shoot the puck. Uh, Texas at 6.30. We're getting a lot of Iafredis and a lot of Shea Webers. This text comes in. Uh, James says, maybe not a Hall of Famer, but uh, Sheldon Surrey has to be in the mix in terms of hardest shooters. Surrey had a hammer. Out of Smoky Lake, Alberta, Bob, Boris Mironoff's wrist shot was deadly. Better watch your teeth, asked Jason Arnott. Yep, indeed. Vermilion, Alberta, fine community. Bobby Hull could shoot the puck hard. Yes, he could. He was one of the first guys that could really had the wicked curve too, right? That thing got elevated in a hurry. B says Bob Doug Wilson had a cannon. Just ask Rob, uh, Rod Phillips. Rod Phillips, who's oh oh yeah Rod, yes, the Hall of Famer Rod Phillips, who graciously brought along a neophyte analyst for his first uh, couple seasons in the NHL. Uh, Rod used to use the phrase cannonading to describe that uh, shot. Lanny here says, what about Bobby Orr? I don't. Did Bobby Orr have a hardest shot? I he had a good shot. I don't know if he had a hardest. Pinocchio, Alberta, says Larry Robinson. See, I don't think Larry had a big bomb from the point. Larry could chuck bombs, though. Ask Dave Schultz. This guy having some fun. Bob, hardest shot, Ryan Smith. No, 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 no. He's having some fun with us. Ryan Smith's shot was a muffin, though he did score in a slap shot against Dallas in the 1997 playoffs. Good fella out of Edmonton says, Bob, when is Chris Russell back? I believe he'll be back post-Christmas, and I believe it is a groin issue because we haven't found anything in the tape, and nothing's been officially disclosed. Glenn out of Edmonton says, Bob, Risto him I can remember him blowing a shot right through the net from the point. He did have a heavy shot. Risto could let her rip. You can text us at uh, 630, 630. Come on, Bob, you know damn well Ryan Smith's shot was only 68 uh, kilometers per hour. That is not true. It was faster than that. But (laughs) an average guy can get an average dude sitting there on the ice playing div six in Edmonton can shoot the pocket at least 75 kilometers an hour. So Smith's shot was harder than 68 kilometers per hour. Uh, Scott. From DAP says Zdeno Chara. Well, absolutely, he could shoot it. Josh out of Edmonton says, what about Jason Arnott? Jason could let her rep. He had a a pretty heavy shot. Another texter comes in. And this all, the genesis of this conversation, starting because Al McInnes in the building today and back in the 80s, nobody shot it as hard as Al McInnes. Bob, Dion Phaneuf broke uh, two panes of glass in one period, one from the other end of the ice. He He had a hard shot. Paul Coffey could bomb it. Yeah, to me, Coffey was more accurate than uh, than a heavy shooter. Uh, out of Killam, Alberta, Bob, Doug Wilson broke half the bones in Daryl Sutter's face when they were both with the Hawks with a shot. Uh, another texter saying, Bob, you mentioned L.I. Afraidy. Not only one of the scariest shots in the NHL, but one of the scariest haircuts as well. How about Stefan Richet? Out of the Canadians back in the day. Another texter from Edmonton. The Big M when he was a Leaf. Really? The Big M had a big shot? I always thought that, uh, wow, we got a winner here. We got somebody that's gone way, way, way off the charted path on this conversation. But uh, I don't remember the Big M having the big shot with the Leafs. To me, that was the Bobby Hull era. Terry here, how about Barry Long's shot with the WHA Oilers? As I recall, Barry Long turned out to be a bit of a whipping boy. He was a head coach with the Winnipeg Jets, but he could shoot the pill. He had a heavy shot. Doug from Sherwood Park says, Bob, my vote for the hardest shot, Bob Probert. Different type of shot back in the day. Come on. I can't read the text that was sent in to me uh, from the guy that's referencing the Chinook ball in Calgary. That's all I'm going to say. That's a funny story, though. From Calgary. Hey, Bob, what about an Edmonton local? Tom Bladen, who played for the Flyers. Uh, Tom Bladen could shoot the puck, and Tom Bladen uh, had eight points in one game. Bob, you haven't mentioned the roadrunner, Yvonne Cornoyer. From 10 feet out, he would absolutely hammer it. You're right. He was not afraid to shoot it. Another texter out of Edmonton saying, Bob, what about Marc-Andre Bergeron? You know that stat that's been mentioned a couple times, 4.8 power plays back in 07 per game per team, and now we're down to 3.2. In the 5 post-lockout year, tons of five-on-threes, right, that season? And Bergeron was a real benefactor. He could, because he'd get the time and space in the 5 and 3 and he could hammer it. He had a heavy shot, I agree. Kevin says, Bob, you've missed Happy Gilmore. Fair comment. Darcy says, Bobby Hall, no question. I think he was the first guy really seen as being a heavy, heavy shooter. Text out of Edmonton, Reed Larson from Detroit. Didn't Reed have a cup of coffee with the Oilers late in his career? Bob, what about Guy Lafleur? Oh, come on. Finally, a Guy LeFleur reference. Loved him. But I think Guy was known more for the wrist shot than the slapper. Except, of course, when he was playing against Don Sherry in the Boston Bruins. Bob, Thomas uh, Sandstrom and Wendell Clark could sure rip it. Again, for me, Clark it was the wrist shot. wasn't the slapper. Uh, Bob, what about Dennis Hull from Kenny? Mm. Not quite on Bobby's level, but close. Bob, what about Zuboff? See to me, Zuboff didn't have an elite shot, but he had unbelievable lateral movement. I think Sergei Zuboff should be in the NHL Hall of Fame. I think he's one of the most underrated defensemen in the uh, in the NHL's history. Bob, you missed oh here you go. What about Boom Boom Jeffrey on? In terms of hardest shooter. Well, when they call you Boom Boom, my guess is you got a pretty good shot out of Red Deer. This text comes in. Back in the WHA days, Ab DeMarco. See, I don't recall Ab DeMarco was having a heavy shot. That text comes to us. Uh, from Red Deer, another vote for the flower. Gila Flair, Colton Pareko. <laughs> well, Colton can shoot the puck. Bill in Drayton Valley says Bobby Hall still holds the hardest shot Guinness uh, record book. So there you have it. Bob, don't forget about the bush Bomb. Surrey. Hmm. Are we going to have another bush Bomb with Evan Bouchard moving forward? Time will tell. Thank you for all of the 200-plus of you that text the show in the last eight minutes. Give me your thoughts on the hardest shooter. It is 127 at Edmonton. Uh, at 135 today, we'll get an update from the farm with head coach Jay Woodcroft, where the Bakersfield Condors uh, swept this past weekend, but some of their young guns have gone a little quiet on the scoring front, but not before we go off to a global news weather traffic update. Eileen Bell. Oilers now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.